Welcome to Podcast 360, powered by the Podcast Academy. In three questions answered in 60 seconds each, you'll experience a 360-degree view of podcasting and the people who are building out the industry. Company founders will take turns sitting in the seat of both guest and host, creating a chain of podcast knowledge and perspective. These conversations are going to get down to business quickly. Each host will ask their guest three questions and they will have 60 seconds to answer each one. You'll hear the timer counting down their final 15 seconds. At the end, the guest will choose a topic to revisit and dig into a little deeper. Let's meet our experts. Today's host is... Hi, I'm Sharon Taylor, former CEO of Omni Studio and now SVP of Podcast Strategy and Product Operations for Triton Digital. You might remember me from last week's episode where I was interviewed by James Quidland of Pod News. So be sure to check that out after today's conversation. And who's in the hot seat as today's guest? Hi, I'm Fatima Zaidi. I'm the founder and CEO of Quill and co-host. We're a full-service podcast production agency. We specialize in creating branded audio content for Fortune 1000 brands. And we also own a hosting and analytics tool for brands who are podcasting. Before we dig in, we ask our guests to lay out two truths and a lie. Our host will guess which is the lie. We'll find out the answer together at the end of the conversation. But our host will have an opportunity to change their answer based on what they learn from our guest. Or they can stick with their first intuition. Fatima, welcome. It's great to talk to you. As Amanda mentioned, this is the part where you lay down your two truths and a lie. So can you share those with our listeners? Absolutely. My first truth is that I was on a panel with Beyonce's dad. My second truth is that I love open water shark diving. And my third truth is that I own and host a podcast on business client pet peeves. Well, it's a tough one. It's either the Beyonce or the shark diving. I think that you don't enjoy shark diving. I really hope that you do. Well, um, I guess we'll I guess we'll see. Yes, we will. Now it's time for listeners to get to know you better. I have three questions for you and you'll have 60 seconds to answer each. After that, you get to pick one of the subjects that we covered and we can go back into more detail. Ready? Ready, ready, ready. Get that stopwatch. So my first question is, your ability to remember and recall podcast statistics has always impressed me. Right now, is there a data point available in the industry that is most interesting to you and why? There might be some internal bias in this answer, but the data point that I'm most fascinated by for the industry and the one that I probably use the most when client pitches is that 94% of people who start a 30-minute podcast episode end up listening to the entire episode, whereas a 30-minute video only has a 12% completion rate. That, to me, is what really helps close the pitch. I get asked all the time why the disparity in the two numbers. You can be driving to work and listening to a podcast, but you can't be watching a Netflix show or reading an article. So to me, that is the golden nugget. Wow, that's fascinating. Okay. The second one, uh, which I guess people might already know, is that you love data based on that. Do you think that podcast analytics are doing their job or do you think that we need more insights to move the industry forward? I think we're both in agreement here that the industry needs a lot of movement when it comes to analytics. 
I think the challenge is that we're also bogged down by the number of downloads and listeners and not really focusing on the metrics that matter, which is engagement, psychographic, demographic information, making sure that you're reaching the right qualified listeners who are engaged with your content. And so, no, I don't think the industry is doing enough to move the data forward. And I think consumers are not doing enough to place emphasis on the right data points. Fascinating. Yeah, right. Well, it's going to be hard to ask you to pick to go into one of these. <laughs> um, okay, so the last one is sometimes, at least to me, it feels like there's a new hot topic every week in podcasting. And right now, I think all the chatter is about YouTube and video in general. And I'm interested what your high-level thoughts are on video podcasting. So my challenges with video is that when you're adding a screen to the content, you're removing the flexibility that podcast consumers are looking for. In an earlier point I mentioned, you can be driving to work and listening to podcasts, but you can't be watching a Netflix show or reading an article. And so that is the thing that is fascinating about audio format. You can be doing it while actively engaged in another activity. And by adding a video screen, you're really playing in a whole other content field. It's not a podcast. And the results are sort of there when you look at the YouTube views as compared to podcast downloads that at least we're able to achieve for our clients. So for me, I'm an audio format gal. Right. Awesome. Well, whatever we're going to talk about is going to be hopefully really interesting to our listeners based on the three of those. So it was really good to learn about you and the podcast journey just now. So thank you for sharing all that with our audience. So we're going to have an opportunity to pick one of the topics and we'll revisit it and then you can expand your thoughts. So out of those three, so it was the statistic that you found the most interesting, um, the podcast analytics in general, or video podcasting. Which one would you like to talk about? Podcast 360 will be right back after a quick break and a word from our sponsors. And now back to Podcast 360. Let's talk about the second one, podcast analytics in general. I thought that that might be your passion because <laughs> I, I think that you and I could talk about yes. this um, for quite a while. Okay, so podcast analytics doing their job. I think that I agree. We're very much on the same page. For so long, it's just been like the download that rules the world. All of those good analytics that you mentioned, like the demographics, psychographics, you know, listening, et cetera. How do you think about those whilst also protecting the download as like that kind of key metric for the industry? I guess growth would be how a lot of people think about it. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think that it's one KPI of the many that you need to be measuring. And I think it's absolutely fine to attach download and unique listener accounts in terms of your KPI success set. But ultimately, I think not enough people in the industry are using the cost per minute of human attention and using listing time as the engagement metric. I mean, if somebody is dropping off in the first 10 minutes of your show, if it's a 40-minute podcast episode, that still constitutes as a download and a listener. It just doesn't bode well to the success of your content if your average consumption rate is below 80%. And so for me, I think the industry needs a bit of an overhaul. And I know you and I have had many conversations about this offline where it's almost an education piece that's required where podcast consumers need to come to the table and focus on more metrics other than just what is my reach, but rather what is my engagement and what is my loyal following and loyal listeners and repeat listeners and binge listeners. A lot of hosting platforms don't provide those metrics today. And that to me is really the game changer of content, not necessarily downloads. I agree with that. Your client base uh, is largely B2B focused. Like you're a lot of branded content. 
Do you think that that's those types of analytics are more what that client base is asking for, or do you see that they would be applicable across you know those shows that usually are, hey, I've got ten million downloads, and so that means I've got X much dollars in my bank. I think you know we're in a unique position working with those Fortune 1000 brands in the B2B space. They're definitely a lot more bogged down by the analytics and ROI metrics. We couldn't get away with just providing them downloads and unique listeners. That's actually why we built Co-Host. I think, yes, the engagement piece matters more. They want to make sure that because we're a full-service marketing agency, we're reaching the right qualified listeners that they're looking to target. We actually, on Co-Host, launched a feature uh, recently, which shows you what companies are listening to your podcast, industries, positions. And so that data essentially helps qualify the listener one step further. And so, yeah, I don't think I should take all of the credit for the the data analytics work that we're doing because we're just in a space where the clients are demanding it. And I think that needs to shift to uh, pro, pro podcasters, indie content creators, and other folks who are in this space, not just brands and that too B2B. Fortune 1000 brands. I agree with that. And that's that's B2B analytics, isn't it, that you launched? Yes. That's what it's called. Yeah, yes. Okay, that's interesting. Although I don't know if I'm if I'm in love with the name because it really singles out B2C companies. So what we're thinking about doing is renaming it to companies and industries uh, so that both B2C and B2B companies realize that being able to see company-level data can be beneficial across the board. Well, I mean, as a startup, as long as you remove a lot of vowels from it, you can call the product whatever you want and people will clamor for the product is what I've learned. Um, <laughs> but like, but okay, can go into that a little bit more for people. So if you understand who you or what companies are listening to your podcast, like what does that unlock for you if you have those analytics? So currently how our clients are using this feature is they're exporting the data and they're giving it to their sales teams for two reasons. One, they can identify how many accounts in their CRM tools are also actively engaged with their podcast. But if there's a company that's actively engaged with their show, they should be added as an MQL. And so that is actually the goal that we're working on right now with this feature is how do we integrate into CRM tools so we can actively highlight this data directly and use it for sales and lead generation. The reason we actually launched this feature is we were so tired of hearing podcasting was a brand awareness tactic. Um, we wanted to move into more KPIs that could quantitatively show you how a podcast can impact your bottom line to justify the creation of new production budgets. And we found that now sales teams are really engaged. And once you can justify sales and lead generation, whether it's a sponsor or advertiser for your podcast or even your company, it becomes a lot easier to justify the value and ROI. It's like PR. How do you measure the tenuous ROI of something that you can't touch? Agree. And then last question for you. We've also spoken about this offline. Whenever you start thinking about adding more analytics onto things or starting to shift that narrative a little bit away from, you know, there's more than just the downloads, it's very easy to introduce a lot of confusion, especially in buying agencies and people that are already a little bit, you know, hesitant to get into podcasting space and so how do you push those conversations forward without displacing the download and like making sure that more people enter the market yeah you know it is a bit of an education and we have certainly turned away clients who have come to us and it's been a vanity project where they want to become famous or they want to become influencers and all they care about is the number of people that are listening to the podcast, less about the value that they're getting from the content. And ultimately, I would say that if you 
fall into that camp, then we're probably not the right fit for me from an agency perspective. You could probably pump, you know, thousands of dollars into cast box campaigns and just get a download, whether it be the right download or not, TBD. So I think it's a bit of an education in most brands that we work with and interact with. It's about um, making sure we're reaching the right qualified user. And there's so many different KPIs that we measure. And we're not discounting downloads and unique listeners. We're just saying that it needs to be added to a large data set that we're looking at to see whether or not the content is resonating with the consumers. And so most people, not all, seem to understand that. And that's why I love working with brands. But I do think that, you know, maybe in my next life, I'll, I'll launch something that's catered more towards indie content creators to try to educate them on the importance of moving the industry forward with data. Yeah, cool. Either that or an influencer or a shark. <laughs> yes, or that. Well, it has been a great experience getting to know more about you and your podcasting career. And I know that listeners will benefit from this conversation. So I guess there's just one more thing for us to do. I get to make my final guess for two truths and a lie. I'm swayed a little bit by the Beyonce one, but I am I am going to stick with my original answer. And I think that the shark diving was a lie. Okay, so... I love diving with sharks. I'm an avid diver, love shark diving, love all kinds of open water diving, to be honest. I was also on a panel with Beyonce's dad. So the lie is that I host a podcast about business pet peeves, but it's not totally a lie because when I am done with Quail or moving on to my next venture, I will actually launch a podcast that talks about all of the bullshit and day-to-day agency client stuff and out every single person just kidding I won't out everyone but I do want a business pet peeve podcast because She's I think names. it's important yeah right okay well fascinating and also I mean we're only at episode I don't know four at the moment and we've already got an explicit rating on this episode so <laughs> that's good <laughs> I can't believe that I've known you for this long and I didn't know that you like shark diving um okay to be continued there but right from right now there you have it Thank you to Fatima for taking the time to share with us today. You can find her sitting in the host chair on next week's episode where she has the opportunity to turn the mic on another founder. Fatima, please let our listeners know where they can find you or any other shout outs you'd like to give. Perfect. Thank you so much, Sharon. You're the Michael Jordan of moderation. Uh, I can be found anywhere and everywhere on all of the social channels except for TikTok. My handle is Zadie A. Fatima, quillpodcasting.com or cohostpodcasting.com or our websites. If you're looking for me, you will find me. Thank you. Amazing. Thank you for listening to Podcast 360, where you experience a 360-degree view of podcasting. Special thanks to the Podcast Academy and DCP Entertainment. Follow us on social media at The Ambies and at DCP Official on Instagram. And subscribe wherever you get your podcasts so you never miss an episode. <laughs>